hunted him down, murdered his friends, and took the only thing he would kill for. You gotta cooperate, right? Wrong. Now, somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? I lied. The odds are unbeatable, but he's unstoppable. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Commando. Let's party. Rated R. Starts tomorrow at a theater near you. all-star countdown we've been thinking and slashers and movies about the same filmmakers it's about time we did one where we honor an action star but pick a theme like so we decided hey we are all major arnie fans let's talk about four of his main spy military assassin movies in honor of his new netflix show so here tonight from the original magic man as made famous by heart we got Nicole, James, and Kurt from Bad Movies Rule. Yeah, he pulls it off. I'm going to share. Magic man! <laughs> the original Hans, not Gruber, uh, Josh Hansen from Action Movie and Comic Book. Book Club. Book Club. I can't fucking... <laughs> I, I don't go to nightclubs. Club. I'm too old for that now. Yeah. <laughs> nightclub. <laughs> we have the Action and Movie Elite, Jonathan Mark. How's it going? We know what his favorite movie of these four is going to be. <laughs> we got video game and comic book fanatic Oreo Brewer. Yeah, I like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Demolition Man. He's the best. Let's <laughs> 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 not start out like this. Well, he had a, he did have the uh, presidential. I know, but library. So <laughs> I know, I know, I got it. <laughs> We got movie connoisseur Paul Derby. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. And Tom, not little Linda Man. Hello, I am Arnold. I'm happy to be here today. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, man, I've always wanted to meet you, man. I'm, I'm thrilled that you're here. Where do you want to meet me? Get to the chopper. <laughs> it's no shortage of this. So, But before we dive into it, we will all talk about what was the very first movie we saw by him. We, we've all hinted at it before, like why we love him, why we li find him charming, why he makes up for questionable acting with just charm and charisma and just muscles. We figured we, we, talk in the, we talk about his smash hit Commando, and then we talk about True Lies. We'll keep them each brief, talk about the pros and cons, and then we'll end it off with Eraser and Collateral Damage. We'll, we'll mainly get the ins and outs on 
why he was redefining action, why he found his own identity in these kinds of different explosions. And even when his movies weren't a hit, why were they just essential Arnie movies? So we'll, we'll circle around. We have the first timers and their first guest star appearance. So we're going to let James, Clint, and Nicole go first. What made you say, I am down for the count. I will watch anything this man does. Yeah, so the, the first Arnie movie I ever saw, you know, when I was a kid, man, I had to watch whatever we had on, like, VHS, right? And so it was like... Yeah, HBO. It was, yeah, and it was taped off TV. Like, so I got lucky. Dad had the black box that got the movie channels and we could tape some good stuff. So the first movie on a scratch tape of an Arnold flick that I ever saw was Conan the Destroyer, the second one. The, nice. Uh, yeah. I, thank goodness I wasn't Conan the Barbarian when I was six years old or I might have been, you know, traumatized. But uh, <laughs> Destroyer and, and, you know, as a kid, man, I mean, you just got this dude. I didn't know who he was. I thought he was literally Conan running around just chopping dudes' heads off. And I just thought it was the greatest thing ever. And so... That's what, I, I wore that VHS out, man. I watched that thing over and over and over again. And it wasn't until I got a little bit older where I was like, wait, he did other movies? <laughs> right? He exists. <laughs> yeah. Let me at him, man. Let me at him. What was the first one you ever saw? I mean, I know there was first one before this that I probably didn't even pay attention to, but I remember at the youngest ages, and again, this is going to sound really late, I remember watching Predator, and we kind of talked about, we just happened to review this not long ago, Yeah. so... James next to me knows, but we watched this movie and I was so young, I didn't even realize that they were talking about gorillas like as in mercenaries or, you know, like a, a person. I'm thinking like, why would these gorillas skin these people? So that's how right. young I was. I didn't understand. So, I mean... You thought it was going to be an Animal Planet documentary with guns. <laughs> no, I mean, but still, it's like, yeah, these gorillas did it. It's like, why? Yeah, yeah. You had sure. Charlton Heston saying, see, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, for me, it was very different. Uh, um, mine was Kindergarten Cop. Oh, man. <laughs> so oh, I just wow. That's a good one. I'm not a policeman, I'm a princess. <laughs> that is fucking phenomenal. Okay. That's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. So I, I did kind of what you guys were doing. I, I knew about those movies. I hadn't seen them yet. I didn't really know that Arnold was a thing, but I, I just... So I kind of did a reverse. I... I saw him in interviews. I was like, holy shit. This guy, you know, he's got an accent, but he, he might as well do a TED Talk. I'm in full, <laughs> just the way he just delivers the lines, just so dryly, but also just very, adds a bit of sincere. I mean, I just couldn't not watch him. So then from that point on, anytime I saw him in an interview, I was like, I got to check out this movie through heaven or hell, even if it's rated R. But yeah, I, I lucked out. Uh, my mother was obsessed with Jingle all the way. Don't ask me why. I had no idea. Either. <laughs> and uh, she she liked the Terminator and Twins, and those were on USA and Sci-Fi all the time. So I saw those a bunch. And then it pretty much just that next thing I know, I was pretty much watching all his movies. They were on TV all the time. So there you go. Commando, you can easily yeah. modify. And then red heat and then plenty of others obviously the conans and predators came way later but i you know i saw his movies and said he is the best action star along with wesley snipes and jackie chan easily well the best part about watching those movies on tv is you got those bad edits where it was like somebody else's voice would come in and go frick you a-hole right Uh, I, I looked out. I looked out. Spike TV let a lot of stuff fly on this you commando. So I heard every single asshole or eat shit. <laughs> I didn't hear F bombs or see any tits, obviously, but 
I saw most of the violence and just the one-liners and like I eat green berets for breakfast. So it was like, that's yeah. dynamite. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. So, Tom, uh, what was your first encounter? Mine was the very first Terminator. I, ca- I caught go. that on cable and just, I was drawn to this immense man who perfectly embodied the, what what we feared and the you could tell it from the exoskeletons that they were that they, they use and then they got <laughs> it was basically i watched him become a soulless robot and watched him terminate my heart <laughs> for me on that one it was the nude scene right there right off the bat like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there it is. you mean when he left his clothes at a different time that's right he left them in yeah. the your clothes yeah. get the future. Future. Oh. <laughs> his, his clothes are there they're just waiting 20 years for him there you go there you go science <laughs> okay so Oreo when, did, <laughs> uh, Oreo when did Arnold become your number one superhero my first Arnold's film would have to be the one that I remember most is Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, really? then, okay, so everyone's yeah. been going to school with Arnold as a teacher. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it's it's a funny, fun like, movie. Yeah, you look back and you see how he's evolved and how he went from, you know, major 80s action star down to doing smaller roles and smaller roles, and then he switched from being action star to dramas. And it's like, wow. What a major shift. Thousand percent. Uh, Paul, uh, you're a big, big mega movie buff. I know we all are, but like, uh, just tell me all the stories of how you saw the anthology shows and visual sci-fi dramas growing up. Uh, when did you make time for Arnold? Oh, I'd have to say probably the first thing that I remembered him from, it was either Commando or Conan. I I can't remember which one I've seen first, but it is, it is no, one of every, those two. This is an interesting trend. It's either the comedies where he wasn't playing just Arnold or the franchise. I'm, I'm liking this trend. This is interesting. But, uh, but then the next one I, I seen him in, uh, and this is one I, I really was like, uh, made the connection stuff. I was like, holy shit, it's, it's, it's that guy from those other movies uh, is when I... Uh, first seen uh, Terminator 2. I, I was one of those yeah, oddballs that actually seen the uh, second one before the first one. Yeah, That's a common but, uh, trend, too, I noticed, because T1 yeah. was more independent, yeah. and T2, you know, was like a mega movie. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. T2, I watched plenty of times uh, when I was oh, younger, because yeah. I had access to that on VHS. Uh, yeah, I, I was too young in the 80s to go see Arnold in the theater, because, you know, I was T2 was 91, I think, right? And, yeah, at 91 so, yeah. yeah and so i was 12 years old that was the first r-rated movie i ever snuck into me and my friend got in there at 12 that's awesome uh, nice, <laughs> nice. Oh. c2 was the first i didn't get to see it in the theater it's, unfortunately yeah i swear i'm a college student was not hard to sneak in no it was not <laughs> Yeah, it's still ridiculous today. I will see people getting carded at like a harmless like drama that has like maybe six F bombs, and yeah. yet they won't ask questions about seeing like I don't know. Like I saw a family, a Latino family of twelve, sneaking two of their youngest into like Saw Seven. I was like, why did you not card them? <laughs> I get carded in a stupid gangster movie. Even though I'm oldest, 
I and think the difference is if you go in with your family, it's okay. You yeah. can bring yeah. 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 the parents are there at school. Yeah. I was with family and I still got carded. What the Here. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Josh, uh when did you uh like the non muscles from Brussels, the muscles from Austria? <laughs> well, first of all, I don't consider Arnold the greatest action star of all time. Oh, uh, get the fuck out of here. Oh, right, oh. I'm just oh. kidding. It's okay. <laughs> I'm on an island I'm here, listening. but it's Michael Bean. It's uh, Michael okay. Bean. Oh, okay. yeah. He was Kyle Reese in the first Terminator. He was Hicks in Aliens. He's in The Abyss. He's in Tombstone. He's in The Rock. Yep, he's in The Rock. No, 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 no. no. no, no Casper Bates. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bean is great. He's awesome. I love Casper Indian too. Anyway, um, no, so awesome. So you, you at least, to be fair, Michael Bean had to take an an explosion for the team. So that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, but uh, T two so, was the the first Arnold movie I saw. I didn't have cable. I had like five channels. Um, my parents <laughs> wouldn't let me watch radar movies, so I had to sneak over to a friend's house and watch the VHS. Of there it. you go, baby. There you go. <laughs> All right, John. Did you also have to evade the censors and ask special, special permission from your parents saying, hey, it's not just any movie, it's an auto movie, or were you fortunate? <laughs> well, it was actually my older brother who gave me his DVD copy of Predator. <laughs> oh, that'll do it. <laughs> <Yes>. oh, that's <laughs> sweet. That's so either brother, way, man. we're all Stan Winston heads, that's for sure. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we're going to start off with 1985's Marco Lesser, Joel Silver produced Commando, which entered Arnold as the legendary John Matrix ex, you know, special forces guy, uh, out for one simple mission: fuck up anybody who kidnapped his daughter. <laughs> Commando is a masterpiece. Commando is a masterpiece. So it's, we'll, we'll do. It's our not usual. my favorite movie, but it's the greatest action movie of all time. Oh, absolutely! Oh, perfect. So, this guy's perfect. Perfect. hot too. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I like Six Day better. Oh, oh God, no! <laughs> we'll get there. We'll because get it's there. got the guy from Ghost in it, right? Tell the truth. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, the other guy from Ghost. Yeah, I'm right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get there. We'll do Arnold sci-fi day another day. But um, so uh, you know, as we usually do, we'll kind of briefly go through the pros and cons, talk about our favorite quotes, and then we give a five-star rating. Uh, and yes, we'll allow Nicole, Clint, and uh, James to do their legendary trash can full of dirts. <laughs> There's yes. going to be some of them here. <laughs> Maybe Bennett was too uh, over the top. Maybe uh. this one henchman really annoyed the shit out of us. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, were you already was anyone here already familiar with Marco Lester? This was the first one I saw. I knew he had done like Extreme Justice with Lou Diamond Phillips and uh, Firestarter and uh, Showdown with Tokyo. But yeah, I this was like the first, and I was like, "See, this dude is literally low budget Michael Bay. I love him. He, <laughs> he, just, <laughs> just, he doesn't give a shit, but he does at the same time. Like he just guns for it, and then he makes sure the actors are having fun. Uh, there's problematic material in his movies, but you can tell he just wants to make a over deliberately." shamelessly fun B picture. <laughs> yeah, but you're forgetting the greatest picture he ever made, which was the year after this. Was Armed and Dangerous with John Candy. Come on. Oh, there you go. That's right. You guys were so good with that review. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. 
It's why I became a security guard. No, it's not. But <laughs> how do you follow commando with armed and dangerous? How does that happen? How does it happen? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just a continuation of the storyline. Sure, sure, sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't just happen overnight. <laughs> or did it? <laughs> dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Yeah, now if Marco Lester decides to make a comeback on like a crowdfunding site with all these other trashy B movie actors, I will fund it. <laughs> oh man. So why is John Matrix just so relentlessly just powerful? Why is he an R-rated G.I. Joe <laughs> stereotype? It's just so much fun to watch. <laughs> He's not a human, that's why. Hey, yeah, there well, you go. Except not <laughs> so over the top, all the one liners. I mean, it starts off, he's just like carrying a tree for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah. a tree he ripped out of the ground yeah, after it. feeding like a little deer because that chainsaw was brand new and had not touched a tree. That he's right, it's been a while, but please tell me he's he said something online to you said I could bring my trunk. <laughs> I wish he could. No. That's going to be saved up for the sequel. <laughs> you know it's going to happen <laughs> one of these days. What What are our other favorite highlights of this, other than just this movie embracing its ridiculousness and just going for it? I love when he kills Sully. That's yeah. probably my favorite wow. scene. That's still my favorite uh, line. There you yeah, go. That was yeah, good. Yeah, when I said I'd kill you last. last. I lied. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> oh, totally. David Patrick Kelly, this introduced me to him, and then it took me a while. I'm like, oh my God, that's the same guy who's made a living, uh, or shall I say a killing, doing all these henchmen and villains and the crow, and oh my God. <laughs> yeah, what's great about the, yeah, what's great about the Sully death is you know, so many times when they do these stunts in Hollywood, like the dude's on a cable and you're not really holding them up. But you can tell the strain in Arnold's neck and arm and voice and everything. He is holding this. Okay, I, I have something on this. Um, yes. They didn't hook him up to anything. They right. just thought Arnold could hold him like that. And he was like, right. you're insane. Like, <laughs> human being can't do that. Yeah. I'm huge, but that's, that's yeah, ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, he, they just he thought he could hold him over the edge like that. Yeah, he was struggling. But it made it more intense, I feel like. Oh, totally. And yeah. Uh, people complain about the bloopers in this. That to me just gives me more charm because, like the scene before, they are slamming their cars and it's constantly reverting back to on damaged car between shots. But oh yeah, like well, that's, you said, that, oh, that's true. That is so true. Nowadays, this would be a half-assed green screen with oh, hammy acting. Instead, yeah, we're we're seeing an action. And I right. think even there the the tells from the the dads from the crypt podcast had a wonderful interview with writer Stevie E. Souza who. Gave us the legendary Valverde countries mm. and everything, and mm-hmm. wrote other hit movies mm-hmm. like Forty Eight Hours and Die Hard. But uh, he he had to literally fight half the time because at one point they weren't sure if Arnold was going to be in the movie, and he was like, "Then what's the goddamn point?" <laughs> a valid <laughs> question. None of the violent gags will work without. Yeah, it doesn't thing. work without him. <laughs> Radon Chan is very fascinating here, and. Vernon Wells is giving it his all fresh off Mad Max 2, but yeah, I mean, you have to have this man, because anyone else is just going to want just stupid shit, and he wants to do a deliberately fun movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't, there's, there's two people, I don't, I don't know if we needed a spray-tanned Dean Stockwell in there. 
so that is my only con against the movie uh for to to not know that that was a whitewash role until it came on blu-ray that's hands off to the filmmakers for lighting it but yeah orange you know my, my only <laughs> yeah, problem with that movie is i mean they have the obligatory like 80s boobs that they have to show when he breaks into the other <laughs> yeah. hotel room what were they doing they were under the covers but they were filming it right how does that work and they were what was going them. on in that room yeah, i don't know <laughs> I don't want to know. I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was the eighties boom room. The best line in the movie was being delivered in that room because I know everybody talks about the Green Beret thing, but the, to me, the best way is the, is the way Arnold returns the "fuck you, asshole." Yeah, fuck you, him. asshole. That's right, so good. Just, you're you're yeah. absolutely yeah. right. It's fantastic. That's better than any of the one like like I lied. All those other ones, and those are all great. But to me, it's always that one. It's always been that one. Yeah, it's absolutely. simple and perfect. To be fair, like I knew about Bill Duke specifically from a He's lot of Arnold. Yeah, and before he became a popular director and TV guy, and just yeah, to see them reunite, you know, him as uh, Duke later and predator that was cool but yeah here is really some fun. <laughs> oh god i'm down to hear everyone's ranking on this or any other final points yeah, you want to the rocket launcher scene was great in that i thought that's that's a scene that sticks in my mind out of oh yeah i ate that up dozens upon dozens i of loved that rock, of, the uh, giant rocket launcher that four, four barrel rocket launcher yeah, yeah. <laughs> first time again shot it goes to... fires it backwards <laughs> yeah. at first and then her idea to save him is just shoot another one at the truck he's in. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The, and all the henchmen, kudos to them because like they were they were reusing them a lot. So they go from being all those ginormous security guards that have no business being at you know having uh, twenty of them at a mall to being all the commandos. Who I mean, really all, all the guns and rocket launchers and stuff are cool, but to, the favorite weapons to me is when he. Comes out of the shed like the scene at Home Depot. And oh, yeah. Like, you know yeah. I mean? <laughs> that was a good scene, too. Like, thank God there yeah. wasn't a leaf blower in there or something. You know what I mean? Like, it oh, would totally. Have been a disaster for those guys. And it was bad. Yeah, enough. that's as close as it gets to being a slasher. And if you want to see more of that, you got to get the on rated Blu ray that's region free. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't sleep on the music either. It's like 80s oh, yeah. combined with. Like James Horner, man. Yeah, James yeah. Horner. It's yeah. wild. Oh, I would quote the combination. for a while. Yeah. And it's got like the steel drums like you're on, <laughs> in the islands or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good mix so all around. It's just ninja starring them. That's cool. Right? It sounds yeah. like something that would be in like a Caribbean like documentary and then it becomes like a sing the way music video. It's nonsense, <laughs> but it's perfect. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I even love Bennett's death. How he kills him with a pipe. Oh yeah. That's right. You've been <laughs> waiting for it. Wearing and... like chain mail for some reason. Like yeah. His getup is ridiculous. I don't want to jump the gun. I I I know people love him. I think he's a terrible villain. Terrible. Oh yeah, I, I actually kind of agree. Yeah. Like I, I he's know not big, mean, he's not I, threatening or menacing. Only... He no, looks like ridiculous this, in that, like this that outfit. Chubby guy, he looks like he's coming to do your H-back setup, not like be a villain in a movie, you know? Yeah. Extreme H-back! Yeah. I always had to fill in the dots on Bennett, and seeing Vernon Wells in so many crappy B-movies, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty convinced that Bennett's backstory was he originally wanted to be an actor, then he became a war criminal instead. <laughs> That's the backstory, but yeah. like you say, it is 
he does have some kind of schlocky moments where you're like, okay, lean a little less on him. He's he can't carry the movie without all these guys. No. Uh, 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 Clint and Nicole, uh, any other thoughts? Not on this one. I mean, I would like to see um, Arnold with the uh, aforementioned leaf blower in a film. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be awesome. I carried a whole hour and a half on that. Yeah, for, I, I have to say and break minds here with as many Arnold movies as I have seen throughout the day, and this is one of those. James is the first one to make me watch Conan. I did not watch Conan. I did not watch Commando. I still have yet to yeah, see this movie. Commando, yeah. And I'm now, I've never even heard the premise of it. Like, legitimately, I've just avoided it somehow. I don't know how I haven't seen this. Just listening to this couple of minutes, I know what I'm doing tonight. I legitimately... <laughs> but you're going to have a good night. Yeah. Okay, is that, well, that obligatory I, I, 80s boobs? And I'm like, yes! Yeah. I mean, but I, I do legit... <laughs> I do legit admire how you will channel, like, you in every review you do, you're very objective about who's bringing it versus who's just ruining the experience for you, or as so, it'll be interesting hearing your take on was the tone out of whack, or was the mood just right, you know, <laughs> it's been a little technical. No, look, I think I think the movie is exactly what it is. It, it, a lot it of knows what it is, that's why it works. Right. It's it's not trying to right. be anything other than what it is, and no, I I just mean in general, just as a compliment. I I love how yeah. you guys will actually dissect it, but you make it more fun. Like, <laughs> like, like you guys are basically the math teachers who say, you know what, fuck it, we're not doing calculus tonight. We're just having a good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will that TV card. You know what? I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. I've never been called. A it math is a compliment. Before. Well, you basically, yeah, you're the guy who takes the curriculum. <laughs> you take the count. curriculum. You, you take the curriculum, and then you decide. Yeah. Let's be uh, realistic here and show someone what they're actually doing. Walk around the desk and lean on it, real cool, like yeah. Well, if you watched a third of the movies that we have reviewed you will quickly realize that there is no other way to stay sane than to legitimately go. I, I was nuts. The first 10 yeah. movies, there was like six of them. I was like, yeah. how is this even? Why? Yeah. I couldn't wrap my head around why people were giving us these trash bombs to watch. Used to get really bad. Right. Like, I literally would be texting James in the middle of it. It's like, why are we watching this turd? There's so many other movies that are bad that are awesome. Uh, <laughs> but no, you get through a few of them and your, your mood changes because out of necessity. It has to. You literally cannot watch this kind of have to die. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, if movies you are dead. Everest, that <laughs> feeling that they have. Like, yeah. I get that feeling too after watching these movies. Either way, you guys did make a great indie film that had a second chance, Loverman, and I laughed a ton at it. It was so much I fun. That, Give yourself some credit. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> It was fun. Can I? Is it? Is it okay if I don't know if I'm skipping ahead here? Give a trash can to somebody in Commando because I really want to. Please. Okay. <laughs> Bennett is 100 the trash can award winner. Oh, I thought it was the Will Patton. No, he's the that. weak link. No. Dude, here, and, here's, and here's why. I know we've already touched on how terrible he, how much he sucks. But there's that moment. There's one moment where I was like, oh, he's the trash can. Is when Arnold's like, come on, put down the gun, man. You don't need this gun. And he's talking him into fighting with him and leaving the girl alone, right? You all know the scene. And as an actor, this guy sat there and he goes, okay, there's any number of ways I can play this. I'm going to play this instead of playing it like a normal human, uh, like I'm terribly sexually aroused by what's happening right now. 
Yeah, yeah. his admit. choice. His choice is amazing. That's her murder boner. Yeah, I can't deny that. Bennett is definitely my least favorite Arnold villain because he's totally a pedophile. Yeah, but, I was um, like, what yeah. is happening? <laughs> so that's why it would have been better had Eric Roberts been in it. Yep, oh, had to yeah. go there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Eric fucking Roberts in this Arnold movie. Oh, yeah. Give me Richard Dawson as the bad guy in all of his movies. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Bring the touch on Running Man because that movie's amazing, too. Right. Right, oh, my God. That's great. <laughs> All right, so I'll, I'll let you guys circle around. Uh, so, Josh, what is your five-star rating? Uh, it's a five. Like I said, <laughs> it's it's a perfect action movie. All right, perfect. Oreo. <laughs> I have not seen it. What? Wow. I've never seen Commando. Oh, oh, I've never seen Commando. Okay, that makes two. Get on it. So, Tom, you've seen it a billion times. What's your rating? I'm going to give it a five for a couple of reasons one it, this was the first time i've seen that i thought arnold really got in started getting more into the comedic side and then the other reason is because it's commando became the template for so many other action movies that oh yeah that you had the wisecracking anti-hero kind that was noble but still could kill people with a whim so so for those reasons alone give it a five totally John, what is your rating? I'm the one that gave it a four and a half because nice. of Bennett. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Too much deep hurting in his scenes. All right. <laughs> yep. Deep hurting. Yeah, we're Mr. Science Theater Buster. Um, yeah. So, Paul, what is your rating? <laughs> I want to rate it as a five as well. Uh, it's got everything I love in an action movie, all in one movie. Stellar. I'm going to give it a 10 out of five. <laughs> yeah. Good job. I went there off the charts. The shit that doesn't work still is just childishly amusing and just very adorable. It's like mm. the Evil Dead of action movies. How to stage a scene and just have fun over the top, cartoonishly, you know, live action fun. Uh, I'll let bad movies rule. Uh, James and Nicole weigh in. Yeah, Nicole, five stars for me probably on this one, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Look, if I'm if I'm getting, I know I've got to be picky here. If if I'm if I'm doing this against every movie that's out there, like the crap, like The Boyfriend School and other garbage like that, then this is clearly oh god, a five star <laughs> film, right? If I'm no Gutenberg here, I swear. <laughs> just on the Arnold curve, like if I'm just measuring it against other Arnold movies, I go four out of five. If we could go with Benedict Vito in this one, maybe would, he yes. would have gotten more. Yeah, the question is, would JCVD have made it better? Ooh, if Van Damme was in this? Yeah, because we always do a would Arnold make it better after every crap yeah. movie. All right, well, <laughs> that's a good one. Perhaps. But Naked he's already in this up. one. Would Arnold <laughs> We just put Van Damme in Bennett's spot, and it's yeah, immediately, it's immediately a better, better movie. Yeah. There you go. It becomes Street Fighter 2. I'll watch it. Right. Nice. <laughs> okay, stop. Next movie is none other than True Lies, which embraced the comedy of Jamie Lee Curtis had some very unusual James Bond-type Arab terrorists and just allowed Arnold Moore shit-eating grins. <laughs> mm -hmm. Go for the fun. Can you press the button for the top floor, please? Go for the adventure. Have you ever killed anyone? Yeah, but they were all bad. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Lee Curtis, True Lies. Now playing 
What was your intro to this? Well, for me, I mean, true lies, it was at that point, once I'd seen T2, it was like, okay, anything James Cameron does. And, and when Arnold and James Cameron miss. come together for it, he never misses. And so I mean, I look at his theaters. filmography. There's not one bad movie. Not a single. Piranha 2, which he didn't really yes. direct. Correct. For me, I, it was, I saw it in the theater as soon as I possibly could. That's all I was on at home, but as soon as Jamie Lee Curtis fell on the ground, had to dance sexily for someone in the corner, I was, I was like, <laughs> 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 definitely a highlight. This is the one with the Harrier Jets. This is uh, yes, fired. Yes, this is. I mean, this is. Yeah, I mean, I watched it. All. This was on uh, on yeah. the movie store. We watched this a few times. It was good stuff. I. It's really the last like normal movie that maybe the only normal setting normal movie that James Cameron's ever made. Right, all of his stuff has been sci-fi. Or Avatar. No, everything's he really did work on find the line between right. the action and some comedy. Right. It, it, it does. It took a little a little work. He was working it out, I think, right. in there. But but like the only movie of James Cameron's that depicts like normal life, husband, wife, a house, a family, the whole thing. It's like he's never made a film like that. Yeah. Paul Oreo, Tom, mm. hit us. Hit me. All right, bend over. No. How do you want it? Do you want it Mike Tyson style or do you want it like domestic violence? Uh, neither. Those are all fucking terrible ideas. I want you to be on your best behavior for once. Anyway. Kiss my ass. Yeah, okay. At this well, point, you he realized it. this was his best behavior. Oh, my God. Seriously. All right. Lay down the law. What works in this movie? What doesn't? <laughs> I mean, everything works. The stars work. You got Bill Paxton as that sleazy car dealer. You oh, got yeah. Oh, yeah. Tom Arnold yeah. is a little sidekick. Eliza Dushku's the only thing I like Tom Arnold in ever. So James is a huge Tom Arnold fan. Now you stop right there. I was going to say, legitimately, Tom Arnold, one of his probably best parts here, he still gets the trash can full of dirt just for being Tom Arnold. For having a last name, Tom Arnold. Yes, so like, you're not Arnold. That's the only way he we could have, have two Arnolds in this role. The casting director thought it was Arnold. Damn it. Wrong Arnold. Oh, don't worry. He's going to be in Arnold's new TV show making a cameo. <laughs> so. No way. Yes, I'm not kidding. Oh, I love it. He varies as a comedian or as an actor for that matter, but here, I don't know how or why he and Charlton Heston, going back to Tom's earlier point, seem to work, even though it's just bizarre casting. It's like James Cameron is like the only guy, kind of along with Tarantino, who can have bizarre casting and seem to make it work. <laughs> well, you had Tom Arnold and Steven Seagal in Exit Wounds. That worked. Oh, God. <laughs> Going <laughs> Gary well, Busey, you talking? got yourself a series. No, <laughs> let's not have Seagal invade the conversation. Let's go with the No, let's not. Seagal and Busey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a buddy cop picture right there. I'm surprised that Gary oh. Busey wasn't in this. <laughs> the whole thing had to take place in a car because neither what made it even up. better. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine it. Mr. Joshua kidnaps Sammy the Curtis Good and says, you gotta, What are you going to do, Bud Horner? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. So this is another one that we nowadays people kind of say is a little too politically incorrect, even though it's based off a French movie. <laughs> Love that shit. <laughs> it's like, it's a spy movie. I mean, James Bond is risque, so I don't know why this wouldn't be either. <laughs> oh, is this, and people label this as a problematic movie? 
Yeah, what's yeah, problematic about it? I mean, yeah, you I guys had so. this conversation about Jim Carrey movies last episode, and I'm like, no, you, you don't get to go here. This is so deliberately over the top. You they, can't they, call they it. They had problems with the, uh, with the uh, tape cassette recorder of seed. Oh, seriously. Yeah, that's the only thing <laughs> I can think of. Is, that's yeah, that's like you're a racist. That's what they label it. Yeah, it's a little creepy. It's a little too much. And in all fairness, yeah, it's still just it's weird. Not, it's weird, but at least he didn't use it as, say, I don't know, blackmail. <laughs> he didn't go all Weinstein. <laughs> he, he does get punched in the face after, so. All right, so all better. I suppose Paxton's character could have been, that, that's probably another gripe, but. As far as the scope of the movie, it all made perfect sense, I thought. Yeah, I mean, you got freaking dogs dying in this movie, and no one's offended just because it's like, hey, slapstick. <laughs> I'm going to slam their heads together. They're trying to kill me. Boom. All good. Oh, I love where he tries to jump the horse. There's there's like a, uh, <laughs> there's a running theme of Arnold and animal abuse. Yes, so, there is. Is there not? Yeah, <laughs> like, camel punching. <laughs> yeah, just like punching, punching horses. Horses. Dogs. I blame Alex Karras for that. Yeah, you can blame Paris. Just because. No, Alex Karras. Alex Karras. He played Mungo in Blazing Saddles. He punched a horse. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, true. I'm cool that Arnold is actually kind of going back to that with that TV show. I can't talk about it enough because it seems like he always wanted to do a sequel to this. And it just never panned out. Everyone got too old, and he just said, "I'll just do another variation on that formula." You know, yeah, action and comedy. I oh, they, almost did, they almost did a sequel to it, but nine eleven happened, so that's why they never made it. Really? Yeah. Hey, yeah. That's why Jason Bourne got pushed back because of nine eleven. I do remember that, just because they yeah. were talking about everything, mm. and then. Then we started having good movies disappear from theaters early, like Spartan, as well as bad movies go straight to cable like three days later, like, I don't know, Jiggly. (laughs) 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 And yes, Arnold would have made Jiggly a better movie (laughs) to answer your question, James. Another question. Another question. Would would Arnold have made. Arnold Would Arnold have made autofocus better? <laughs> yeah. Well, look. Here, again, here's the here's the metric. Better, not good, right? It still probably would suck, but it would be better than it is. Yeah, totally. It would we be like Batman movies. and Robin, where I'm just guffawing nonstop at this right. stupid movie. <laughs> we had some movies that were so bad that, like, would Arnold make it better? Yeah, he could have wrote a better movie. Anything, yeah. anything out it. of his head would have been better than this. So, like, yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jello, I will turn you straight. Right. <laughs> I will be chasing you, Annie. <laughs> I was a born identity. I'll give you my punching identity. Ah! <laughs> fuck you and fuck them. Oh anyway, so. <laughs> Jesus Christ, is Jason born. <laughs> so, I want him to play Joan Allen's part in that movie. That's what I want. <laughs> yes. and, and to credit for this movie uh for whatever reason uh a lot of james cameron films what i really like about him as a blockbuster filmmaker is he almost always gets a uh, best editing nom mm. and this movie got a lot of editing nominations like best foley wasn't just visual effects and I, I do have to say the foley in this movie makes my draw jaw drop every time even 
no matter how many times I've seen it, even when I spot like a blooper, like seeing Arnold stunt double on the horse or yeah, uh, the or, or coming down the hill. The, the worst thing with the stunt double is coming down the hill with the skiers at the beginning. Oh, totally. And yeah. this, this was three years after we saw, you know, uh, the motorcycle stunts and uh, James redoing that when he re-released T2 in 3D. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the same kind of deal. Right. But yeah, um, <laughs> the comedy really works here and most of it is deliberate, so... <laughs> It's 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 a, like it's a fantastic movie, and like Nicole, you said, it really effortlessly blends comedy and action. You know, the best, my, at least my favorite movies are the ones that kind of got a little bit of everything, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's another one that knows exactly it. what it is, too. Yeah, <laughs> yes. knows when to pull back and say, "Okay, let's breathe for a minute, and then let's have the next very, very well written, amusing." Story. Right? There's like a there's almost like another forty five minute movie in the middle of the spy thriller. By the time that bad guys from the first part of the movie come back, they're like, oh yeah, these guys. Like, right. These assholes. These yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah. These motherfuckers. The usual suspects. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. So let's rate it. I give this one a five. Yeah, I, True Lies is, is top level for me. I love, I love it. Yeah, five to your careers. Being a badass, yes. So, yeah, I would go similar. Yeah, I'd go five high, high end here. It's uh, one of those movies you definitely watch. The uh, the one liners catches still. You watch it, it's funny, it's good, engaging. You could watch this with anybody, you watch it with your you know kids or exactly. Buddies. Yeah, you could watch this with your parents without. I would sit down and watch this with my parents. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a lot. I would not watch but, this with my brother, but that has nothing to do with the movie, <laughs> right? Right, right. But that does say something because there are other movies where it's like, oh, it's good. Oh, are you watching with us? No, <laughs> <laughs> those, those are your three and a half to four good movies. Right. Like, I don't want to watch it again, but it was good. <laughs> there you go. All right, Oreo, James, John, everybody, get on in. I've only seen it twice, so I'll go with like three, seven out of five. Okay, uh, was it a little flawed for you or just fun? No, it's good. It's one of the, it's when you look at his category of what he's done. You can easily rank it from best to worst, and you right. can see him. You can see him evolve, and then devolve in his characters and whatnot. And then he reinvents himself, and then comes back to what he used to do. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what? What Arnold do you want? Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's basically right. Do you want Arnold? Do you want badass Arnold? Or do you hey, want Arnold! <laughs> <laughs> or thumb wrestling Arnold. That's the one I like. <laughs> what oh, are you talking about? I bet you lose at that too. Uh, you son of a bitch! Yes, <laughs> I, I'm going to next time. I. Uh, it's another five for me. I mean, it's just a blast. Classic All the way 90. through, you know, yep. soup to nuts. It's right. Totally. <laughs> All right, John, what's your rating? I give it a four. I've always found it to be one of his more fun movies in the nineties. Oh. I'm gonna give it a five. That's I think it's got a perfect balance of everything, action, comedy. Well, uh, some fun lines in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh some great people, uh some memorable scenes, uh like the the horse chase through the building up to the rooftop is <laughs> yeah. great. The uh uh car fight scene uh or tierra carreras fighting 
Plus, any anytime she is on the screen, which is great. So, Brian, uh, Tom, what are you going to rank it? I'm have to give it a three. Um, the story was really well done. I liked the comedy. I liked the explosions and the action, but there was just one thing that kept taking me out of out of the experience. That was the fact Arnold, that right? Arnold Schwarzenegger, a huge man with muscles, is a spy. <laughs> Oh, because What's it? Uh, like that's him. part of the joke. Right? I get that. I, it, it was part of the joke. It just it took me out of the experience. Right. But doesn't that make it him a good me spy? Because though? to me, a spy is somebody who can be sneaky. Right. I don't think Arnold could be sneaky if he was trying to tiptoe through a through a telethon for for people with who are here. Sure, but if you see Arnold Schwarzenegger running through your building, you're like, ah, it's not a spy. He's just the athletic. He's just going for a workout. All right. He's the Sorry. With that logic, though, that kind of tracks because he wasn't supposed to be the Terminator. Like, yeah, Cameron didn't want him, but then they had a meeting and he's just so goddamn charming. He won him over. Right. No, fair enough. Okay, so I'm going to rank it a four- out of five, two, just one of the must-see experiences of the 90s. I get that the story doesn't work for everybody, but the gags really do make up for the content. I would rank it as the number one action movie of this year if we didn't have Leon the Professional in Speed. Oh, yeah. Say, yeah. <laughs> it's got a little, like, fun. Demolition Man vibes to it because it's poking fun. Oh, yeah, and see, you know, I love Demolition Man even more. <laughs> that was my first R-rated film. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Lucky guy. You got to see really it. You got- hey, Cam, I hate to do this to you, but I'm up against 8 o'clock, and we've got another person coming in that we got to do a thing with. Hey, it's all good. We're getting to the weaker part of Arnold's Christian. we got to tap out, but I appreciate you having us on, man. This was a lot of fun. Anytime we get to talk about Arnold, we're like, we're there. Just tell us Oh, uh, I had to. And please, everybody, check out Bad Movies Rule. They are so much fucking fun. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Thanks, guys. We gotta get to the chopper. That's right. We gotta get to the chopper. Chopper. Now, now we're trying. Trying to terminate the communication. All right. Good meeting you guys. Keep fighting. Nice meeting you guys. Nice meeting you. Everyone, check them out. We'll return after these messages. Hello and welcome to Culture Shocked, the pop culture podcast brought to you by four aging millennials and our outdated opinions. Join us every Tuesday as we discuss movies, TV, games, and even music, new and old. Dude, what do you think you're doing? Are you seriously trying to record a promo without us right now? Well, uh, yeah. Dude, you can't just do the promo by yourself. Who's going to listen to that? Yeah, and you probably haven't even told them that we're a pop culture podcast where we always agree on everything. Uh, for instance, the Sam Raimi trilogy easily being the best of the Spider-Man movies. J- no, no. But I think we can all agree that Jaws is a classical masterpiece. Mm, nope, don't like that. But we do all agree that the sequel trilogy of Star Wars is the best in the Skywalker saga, right, guys? That comment is so ridiculous. I don't even know where to Anyways, be- uh, that'll do it from all of us here at Culture Shock. Thanks for listening. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. Yeah, <laughs> not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as... 
Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts, or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. We let things pile up in the DVR, we add them to our queues, we wait for the DVDs and Blu-rays, we time shift. The Time Shifters podcast, sci-fi, horror, fantasy, superheroes, comedy, action, film, television, maybe some not-so-current events. Find us on iTunes or at timeshifterspodcast.com. Cool thing about Blind Knowledge is we are in multiple countries. We are worldwide all across the globe. We are in the U.S., we are in the U.K., we are in Canada, Germany, India, Japan. We're in Australia, y'all. BlindKnowledge.com. Now back to the feature presentation. Now we're back from the break. You've heard all the ads. Hopefully you enjoyed them and found them amusing. All right, but we're still here. We gotta dissect Arnold's 90s and 2000s. Output before he became governor, before he did one more Terminator, third to last, so to speak. Once again, he goes back into spy territory two years later after True Lies and plays John Kruger. Mm-hmm. Not not a melon camp, just John Kruger. Did <laughs> <laughs> you pick houses for you and me? Yeah, <laughs> build houses and all. Oh, I would love to hear that to be honest. <laughs> Before he retires, he has to impel someone with a banjo or something, or <laughs> sing a harmonica while blowing shit up. <laughs> so once again, this is a definitive Arnold movie. I saw this with my mother. She's a big Arnold fan. Yeah, I had some cool parents. He works for a secret government agency. This is John Kruger. He'll be handling your personal security. Her protection. Get down! He is called in when time has run out. I'll make them disappear one by one. To protect your future, he will erase your past. I'll keep you alive. Trust me. Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're late. Traffic. Eraser. Radar. When did everyone see this one? This was... Constantly on HBO back when I had bootleg cable. <laughs> I actually hadn't seen this until like maybe a few months ago. Really? Somehow. Okay. Yeah, so it slipped through the cracks. Well, we did so it on our show. I've never seen it. Video sequel. <laughs> oops. Yeah. Big oops. <laughs> it's not the worst thing in the world, but it was definitely one of those late night movies, just very bland. Like if it had at least a good fight scene or tits it might make up for the lack of content but it couldn't even be bothered to do that so it was trash i, I mean the alligator scene is fantastic no no i'm talking about the sequel but yes the direct-to-video sequel i saw it on hbo max and i was like why even call this a movie this is so soulless <laughs> it's oh really like a sequel slash remake to try to do sequel yeah exactly and the, this had a video game like for computer games or nintendo 64 back in the day too that's how popular it was <laughs> yeah but yeah the, this in name only sequel was just it reminded me of all those cheap you know out on a red camera for two weeks in atlanta kind of routine where I was who started like, that I don't know, nobody 
<laughs> oh, nobody? No one. Literally, that used a blank screen for 90 minutes. <laughs> All they had was like a bunch of short films and like modeling to their credit. I'm like, so I don't want to harp on them, but they had nothing to work with. And I don't think the acting was bad. It was just a very, very bland movie. I've gone on about that. There will be no reviewing it on here. <laughs> We're here to talk about the Arnold OG. So, Eraser Reborn, said, is that it? Yes, that's yep, what it's called. That's the only thing they did by not having a number two in there, but it would have been appropriate. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, I remember that. I didn't see it, though. I didn't even lucky. know that existed. <laughs> you're so fortunate. All right, so I'm the only one who had time to waste while I was editing, and I saw it, but it was shitty. Um, <laughs> so where, uh, let's circle around. Where did we all encounter Eraser? Well, I found mine in school. You know, I use it to clean my paper off and shit. I used to doodle all those. Curve symbols into them. Yep. And okay. <laughs> that is the most thing. bizarre answer I've heard ever. <laughs> ever. Yep. Uh, no, I saw Eraser. Where did I see that? Um, probably on USA back in really. <laughs> mid, yeah, every film that he's ever done has probably been either on USA or Sci-Fi at some point. Rare, maybe once in the blue moon on TNT late night. And I probably watched Eraser on USA in the mid two thousands at some point, and that was probably the last time I watched it because I don't remember much about it. For starter, we got a very strong, surprisingly strong female lead was Vanessa Williams. She had retired from modeling after an embarrassing scandal, and she decided to have a decent acting career, do this and Shaft and everything. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, James Conn is really villainous in this. Oh, I love you some Conn. Yeah. <laughs> I like Jack. Yeah, he's, one of favorite, he's one of my favorite villains in all movie. Oh, totally. Okay. Yeah, you go from the Coppola trained uh, misery to all these other movies. Yeah, this is one I watched a lot as a kid. Thanks to my brother who introduced me to this one, especially. Oh, totally. <laughs> and then he has this giant BFG type gun, and people are all of a sudden like, oh, hey, yeah. I don't remember the movie, but I remember the cool ass gun. But <laughs> <Love those. laughs> surprisingly, this has split Arnold Twent uh, fans. Like, I see some who say it's his last solid outing. And then there are others who are like, oh, fuck it. It's so boring, so lame, so cheesy, probably even Arnold Standard. So well, that was the year completely Batman and Robin, right? Right. Yeah. And I'm like, mm. there's so, there's yeah, so many worse movie. movies he's done. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a minute. When did Jingle All the Way come out? Uh, this is the same year. Was it before or after Eraser, though? I'm gonna say it was after because it was a Christmas movie and this was definitely in the summer. Okay, that came out in November, you know, all the way. Okay, so he filmed two films in the same year. Damn, that's a hell of a schedule. Shit. Yeah, yeah, he was doing it for a while. I mean, same thing with, uh, I mean, what I meant to harp on True Lies on how everyone thought he was a one hit wonders since you know you do t2 and then last action hero it's a cold hit but it was not liked at the time i love last action hero <laughs> that is I good do too. It's so, exactly. good. so it seems like this has fallen in the wayside it's often in that same like it or hate it category i'm just trying to figure out why 
because it's very it's it's kind of like Enemy of the State. It's just a very straightforward Ooh. movie. With a lot of Damn, fun. I haven't yeah. seen that. That's a, a good comparison. Time. It's it's yeah. it's in that league. It's it's fun. It's not great, but it's it's all right. Good time. It's worth the watch. Really it. It's always it's always one of my favorite Arnold films. Yeah, well, I, I, I legit love, love the interacting and suspense, even though it's pretty easy to figure out the villain. It's just fun. It's like a PlayStation video game. It's more triple X than triple X at times with the, like you say, yeah, the, true. Plane stunt. <laughs> the plane stunt. I'm like, how do you film? I mean, this is mm-hmm. back to commando territory when he's using double, two shotguns in each hand, both double barrel. And, and, and that's then, like a lot say, of weight. <laughs> He lost a lot of weight, and he was just really no, just the guns. Oh, but don't don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even though the Gator is done with CGI, it still looks way better than other movies that didn't date as well. So yeah, I'm. That's what I've been saying about that. But they use uh, a mixture of animatronics and CG. And yeah, it totally. Not they just were using CGI. Jurassic Park tech type technology yeah where the wide shot is cgi the up close shot is a puppet yeah that's such a wild scene it just like comes out of nowhere just all of a sudden right. there's gators everywhere like, wow. <laughs> oh it's fantastic and, oh totally and you can go with the implausibility where you're just like okay he's arnold so this uh, makes it sense. barely makes sense but it's great totally. uh, chuck russell was yell. fresh off yeah, this was the first Chuck Russell movie I saw years before Nightmare Free and Scorpion King and all that. And, and the blob. I pretty much, and even the blob. So I knew instantly, okay, he's a campy director. He does, he's kind of Sam Raimi, Joe Dante light, you know? <laughs> this is that kind of movie. Yeah, this uh, is one I actually never saw. Uh, really? I thought the, the, mm. Yeah, the story I thought was really interesting, but... I could not buy Arnold in that particular role. <laughs> it's because I, I don't know what it was. It was like you could do the action presence. scenes, but it was like I almost wish there was somebody else in that role. Maybe somebody normal size, for lack of a better term. Um, <laughs> so maybe more of a Stallone or like a Bruce Josh's Willis. favorite Michael Bean. <laughs> no, maybe I a Bean Rickillity role. I would. I mean, thinking, I would have watched this had this been a Die Hard sequel that would have been fun <laughs> yeah i was actually thinking of somebody closer to like a what's his name uh i can see him jason statham i think he could have uh, okay yeah yeah yep. i can see that i would have seen yeah, that because yeah. just from the just the plot alone uh you need somebody who i like think would right be who alley. could still kick ass but would but also had that more stealthy element to it because you're dealing yeah. with something that's highly covert. And again, I go back to my point about Arnold from 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 the spy movie. You can't and that takes me out of the reality because you have a hulking guy playing yeah. somebody who is covert. You can't do that. I got an argument for you on that. You remember Jack Reacher, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. The author, yeah, yeah. The author of that did not like Tom Cruise in the role. He pictured somebody bigger, like. Well, yeah, um, he's supposed to be like a six-five, like yeah. two hundred fifty. Yep. The no, show has yeah. the right guy. The show's actually yeah. really good. The show, the show is much that. better. It's really good. The show is much yeah. better. When you go with Jim too, from The Office, actor. it's. Yeah, they're fine for what they are. It's just, and like what we're getting into now is just like what are the personas we would have liked to have seen? But what's so weird about eraser is it and maximum risk with van damme we're all coming out at the same time as the initial mission impossible that same summer 
and they were yeah. all compared to each mm-hmm. other. And none of them seemed to do all that well other than Mission Impossible, which had a terror, which ironically had the worst experience out of all those movies by constant rewrites. And That's a crazy <laughs> franchise. <laughs> yeah. No, you're that first one, and, and then you get John Woo doing nonsense in the second, and then J.J. Abrams in the third. And, yeah. And, so and now, we just, now we just go to it to see how Tom Cruise is going to try and kill himself. Exactly. <laughs> in the in the first part, because it's two parts for that one. You, you hit on some good points. This might have actually been better with Jackie Chan as a spy, or even as a police story sequel. But yeah, yeah. But no, that's a good point. I I do think the movie is a little slightly long. The mafia guys that help them kind of come out of nowhere, but I'm okay yeah, that's with really it. Really silly. It was like union <laughs> mafia guys. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. It's, it's like a, a parody uh, on the waterfront, but yeah. Um, other than that, I don't think it's as sharp as his other work, but it's just a lot of fun. But it seems like we've all figured out why the, everyone split on this. It's just it's kind of got a few other lesser elements, but hey, I mean, I, it's kind of the last time Arnold plays Arnold. The rest of the time, <laughs> he would either, you know, continue playing cyborgs or just you know, an action movie that he happened to get. But, yeah. I mean, in the this 90s, one. I could have I seen Wesley Snipes or Stallone doing this, but I doubt yeah. they would have done it because they were Probably. both trying to escape that. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. no. nobody wants to be in typecast role forever. <laughs> Except Arnold. Arnold's yeah. forever. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess John and I are going to rate it a four and everyone else is giving it a two or three. But, well, I'm four and a half on that one. So. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Three and a quarter. I'm going to go with a three because I remember I liked it, but I don't remember a damn thing about the movie. Yeah, <laughs> the only memorable would... scene is the, the gator. Like, the gator that. and the... And the well, rail guns, the I guess. What about, well, I think yeah, the final scene as well. Oh, yeah, he's using the guns at the end and he's blowing up every other vehicle and heavily armed fortress of guards, but... Uh, I mean, the music is actually pretty cool, despite... Right, I love the music. But I would watch a double feature of it with a Mission Impossible or even Ballistic Experts Discover. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Jim Cotta. <laughs> oh. Jim Cotta. Now I'm talking, speaking Tom's language. Jim Cotta. And yes, Jim Cotta would have been a better Arnold movie. <laughs> <laughs> what we do this clip? I'm a ninja. That's it. <laughs> oh, God. He's a gymnast. <laughs> right, and I'm a gymnast, turns like. <laughs> Arnold opens oh, up his see. own yoga studio, and then he turns into a spy who turns into a monk. Oh, totally. Now that we want to rewrite... I would rewrite every Arnold movie, every spy movie as an Arnold movie. Shush! <laughs> You've got to have inner peace. <laughs> you have yes. the blade of glass. There you go. Arnold plays the you want rat. You. And then that, that, that should be the pitch for next the next Arnold movie. He plays a UN rep who's had enough of compromise and decides to take matters into his own hands. Who <laughs> is landing is neutral? Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> the separation of church and state. Oh. And you motherfuckers! Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger in National Treasure. 
Yes. Oh. There you go. We're going to I'm going to feel the declaration of independence. I'll take it one step further. Arnold Schwarzenegger and get smart. Missed it by that much. <laughs> there you go. Get smart with Arnold and the Rock. Swap in with the Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Picture with the shoe fold. There you go. He gets Steve Carell in a headlock and says, move over, quiet boy. <laughs> there you go. So we're in the last Arnold spot espionage outing. He plays. I still want to believe this is a sequel to Sudden Death with Van Damme playing a firefighter. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. Sudden Death. He fights a mascot in that movie. It's amazing. Exactly. One of my all-time favorite fights. It's so oh, good. good. That was yeah. a my first insane. state movie was, was that. Amazing. Oh, man. Yeah, it was a pretty common Van Damme movie. It was constantly on USA. Or... That's his best, in my opinion. I liked it, though. I love it. Totally. It I love to Van Damme and Cyborg. Oh, there you go. Especially so I'm the hot target guy, so. <laughs> and and there you go. Probably the one I, the most, though. I know. Our target is They took everything Gordon Brewer had. The guerrillas call it collateral damage. Except his rage. The assassin is back in Colombia. But you cannot take the law into your own hands. Thanks for your advice. If it's a war they want. Don't even look at those guys unless you can kill them. They picked the wrong guy. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Collateral damage. Rated R. Starts February 8th at a theater near you. As we were talking earlier, yeah, this movie... I, I would see parts of it on cable. I would, and I kid you not, every, like, three mornings in a row, back when I was learning, oh, yeah, that's right, HBO doesn't edit anything and plays something on loop. I kept seeing the, the same explosion-filled gorilla, you know, invading the prison scene. <laughs> I was like, what is this? <laughs> I have never heard of this fucking movie before. And then I put it all together years later when I saw it on USA Network quite a lot. I was like, Wait a fucking second. That's the same movie I kept seeing on cable and when I was sneaking in stuff I shouldn't be watching. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> nice. So, I'll get to the good first. I've always been that way. Arnold is really emotional in this. Really, really fucking emotional. And I actually, to Tom's point, I think I buy him more as a firefighter than as a spy because it, it calls for it. It's like the only other action role that you can work in someone with muscles being crucial to the story. <laughs> uh, Cliff Curtis is really good as the wolf. His agenda is very perplexed, but it, you know, this, so I, I knew him definitely from this years before I saw once were warriors or Die Hard four and anything else he was in. Uh, I think he was in well writer, but yeah, he, uh, when I found out he's like a New Zealand actor and he's playing a Colombian drug Lord turned freedom fighter. I'm like, no way. That's the same dude with the tattoos interrogating Ethan Hawke in Training Day. How the fuck did he play it so well? <laughs> yeah, Cliff Curtis. There's good practical stunts, good throwbacks to Predator and Commando type action. And the flaws? I feel like all the other cast is wasted. Like John Leguizamo uh, and Johnny Lentz. Yeah, they show up and they barely are used. He's like the big spy connection. He's like, I'm an imprisoned CIA guy, but I can't leave because I'm still undercover. I'm like, well, that's kind of a lame excuse. <laughs> I've actually never seen this one. You haven't seen this one? Okay. No, I was going to watch it, it before this, but it wasn't streaming anywhere, and I was not going to pay for it. <laughs> Tiny Zen will help you with that. 
Uh, yeah, I haven't seen this production company ever since, but uh, Miguel Sandoval and Elias Cotillas did good as the CIA guys, even though they were total pricks. Like, Elias is trying to catch the terrorists for his career instead of, you know, be a hero. <laughs> uh, it was delayed because of 9-11, so they omitted a few explosions and recut it. And it was directed by Andrew Davis of The Fugitive and about the law fame code of silence package overall it, it's all it's still a mixed bag with arnold fans some find it forgettable some find it underrated i've i it's kind of a i hate using this word it's kind of a hate watch for me i will always watch it from beginning to end but i just can't buy into any of it <laughs> so it's a two out of five how do you feel about maggie oh i love maggie oh maggie oh good okay <laughs> yeah that's a good zombie drama but no i'll let john harp on this uh what do you love about this implausible formula <laughs> Well, this is a strange one because this is one that I used to love, but over the years it's kind of gone down. Oh, and I thought you were going to petition this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you were talking about it a bunch, and I was like, hey, I got to have it. But don't get me wrong, the, it, him crossing the border is way less bastardized compared to, say, Colombiana, where they're like, we don't, we just don't oh, yeah. here. cross the border because <laughs> booby. <laughs> Uh, as I said, that's, that's directed by Decepticon, so there you go. Oh, I would love to see Arnold as a Transformer playing a Decepticon. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you mean. Yeah, the actress, I've seen her in a lot of Spanish movies. She is so talented, but this is like one of her few American movies. And long story short, the final plot twist just really fucking upsets me. I'm just, not because it's angry Please, or mostly deceptive, it's just more like, Really? That was the best they had? And literally, Arnold takes out a... And they don't embrace the firefighter moment really until the end. Like, he somehow knows about explosives and grenade detonating and everything. That's fun. Especially when he's hanging upside down like that underneath a giant gorilla truck. But, yeah, he he only gets to use an axe at the very end, and it is such bad CGI even by 2007. <laughs> it goes all Jack Bauer, and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> this is not crazy. Jason Bourne. It's also strange well, seeing like then, Jay, well, Jay Munch in the cameo. This was filmed, this was filmed <laughs> before Bourne. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, this production company—I often got their logo mixed up with uh, Revolution Studios. But like, they didn't do so many movies after this because this movie underperformed. But <sighs> I think it could have been good had they rewritten it or gone with a different ending. That's wild. So it looks like. Yes. Did any of you, uh, anyone else here, ever encounter it on TV and just be like, "Nope, done." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Heard I, of this? I never saw it. Yeah, that's I'm, wild. Same. I don't believe I've seen this one either. Yeah. So, this is a total. Yeah, I still say it's fine. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's not the worst movie in the world, but it is a little underwhelming in that last half. It's just like it's like it's knowing. Kind of, well, it's like it's doing everything it's supposed to, but not really having fun with it. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. I've just seen too many movies, so I know instantly yeah. the wife and kid are going to die. So it's just not fun <laughs> when there's no suspense. I mean, had they had maybe a more poignant moment or let the wife maybe, I don't know, be injured or something and he lost the kid, that might have been a little more cool. He's like, okay, so he's got one more thing to hang on to. I just don't have anything else nice to say about it other than that Bill Hader talks about this movie every time he's on TV and asked about his work as a production assistant. He was yep, he Arnold every day on this fucking movie. 
and he does a perfect Arnold impression and is like, yeah, give a swinging axe that you was in the choir, boy. <laughs> he says he's in the deleted scene in that movie. Which I is he really? Seen. Yeah, he oh, said that. You know what? Fuck it. I'll have to I'm check that out. Just for that. <laughs> oh, God. I'll have to check it out and see. I will see it. I'll rewatch it. <laughs> oh, God. That's it's great. also strange because I was saying before that Jane Lynch is in this. Yeah, really small role. Thank you, really. Yeah, yes. she's a federal agent, and she's actually pretty good. But you just don't recognize her because you know at that time she was still, you know, appearing in Christopher Guest mockumentaries. And <laughs> yeah, yes. this would have been a few years before uh, Boston Legal and Criminal Minds. So yeah, no, that's that's awesome. But yeah, no, everyone's given their performance, but not everyone's well utilized, and it's just kind of a half baked affair. But it's interesting because the director took this as a very emotional movie, like a war on terror movie. And I'm like, I don't think anyone got that from that movie at all. I think you're taking this way too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's like when I watched out. Knowing and I was like, oh, man, this is so fucking cool. And I get to the end and I'm like, aliens? Are you fucking serious? Yeah, I kind of figured <laughs> it was aliens because aliens. No. <laughs> yeah, this movie definitely needed more aliens. <laughs> Ancient alien movie critics say yes. <laughs> <laughs> aliens oh in God. space give it five probes up. <laughs> oh, no, no, sir. We are not doing the Cartman trick. No, no, no. <laughs> What's the Cartman trick? You've not, that's like one of the first few episodes of South Park. Cartman gets a probe. <laughs> yeah, yep. Cart- Cartman gets a no probe. This needed more episodes. Cartman. Better yet, mm. this needed <laughs> as Cartman. Speaking of guys, I'm kicking ass. Screw <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going home. Give me your clothes, your wallet, and your motorcycle. Fuck you. Ah, la, la, la. <laughs> What do you think, Miss Polly Pussy Pants? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, Nimrod? (laughs) I am optimal. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I'm optimization. Uh, Oh my god. So yeah, this needed more of Detective John Kimball and less of what... You know it's not a good Arnold movie if you don't know his name. (laughs) I'll just say that. Right. I d- what was his name? I think it was Vic or Tom or something. Gordy. Or I forgot. Courtney. Gordy wow. Brewer. Gordy. Gordy Brewer. Gordy is a terrible Gordy. action movie name. That is a terrible <laughs> name. It's like a bastard, Irish bastard child. It's a long <laughs> way from John Bankry's. Yeah, it should have been the religious <laughs> name. John or Jack or David. <laughs> Gordy. That sounds like an yeah, account. His name was his name was Slab Hard Chest. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Gordy. Uh, there you go. Use any name from the Mystery Science Theater Space Mutiny episode. Dick Hardcheese. <laughs> I, I would have gone with even Goliath. Goliath would have been an amazing name. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. If it's not copyrighted. Oh, yeah, there you go. We're going to have some Bible thumpers saying preventing this movie from being released. <laughs> I love the fact that Sky TV legally owns the word Sky. <laughs> Do they really? <laughs> yes, they actually, that's it, they legally own it, which is so stupid. I'm like, so if I'm in like, the area around there, I say, oh, look at the sky. 
and I get this guy's looking pretty. Yeah, this guy's looking pretty bland tonight. But um, aren't they like the UK <laughs> version of like Disney and Fox now? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. So they play all their programming. So have they ever played any amazing Arnold movies on there? <laughs> I don't know. Could ask them. Yeah, of course. Of course, yeah. Of course, for the for the Canadian audiences, which had like seven, you have to have like seventy percent Canadian content. They replaced Arnold Schwarzenegger with Zav Rausdauer. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yes, from uh, not War of the Lost World. It's the uh, final sacrifice. Uh, the final sacrifice. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, Arnold being in that. Brothers. He was originally supposed to be in The Rock, you know. With instead, that part went to Nick Cage. But I would have oh, loved wow. seeing him in Connery. For, oh, oh. That <laughs> you would have that one, that one idiot on there who's like, "Oh, I couldn't understand anything they said. They were just mumbling the whole time." There you <laughs> like, go. You're I'm like, you speechless motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> a movie so, that would have been a movie so so hammy that it would not be halal or kosher. There you go. Ed Harris would have been like, "Fuck this, I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> And John Spencer would have been like, just paying my paycheck, just don't make me interact with that big galoot. <laughs> and, and then, then of course, twenty years later you have like that one scene that rises out of the earth that shows them having an extended sequence together that was supposed to be in the film but got cut because it wasn't there good you enough. Go. And then it, it, it cool filled enough. in the blanks. And I'm like, oh, Are you fucking serious? <laughs> that would have been amazing. Have Con- <laughs> and Connery's like, you Nancy boy, you can't rest harder than me. <laughs> and and Arnold's like, I know science. You got to trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, and he's got the flares and she's like, ah. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. I'm going to be blown up. But yeah, there wouldn't be any suspense. And it would have been hysteric. To be fair, he did say he would have actually ruined the movie, but it would have been a mission to at least see Arnold work with Michael Bay, but it would have yeah. also been it would have been hysterical also just seeing how he would have talked to the terrorists and everything. He's like, who the fuck cares about Alcatraz, Nancy boy? <laughs> <laughs> it's an abandoned property. What are you doing? You're stupid. I'm stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> listen to me and listen to me now. <laughs> you are all sub zero. I'm plain zero. Oh, hold on. I am Lord of Hey, Killian! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sub zero! Now, plain zero! <laughs> <laughs> Makes no up. sense. That doesn't make any sense. Where the no, hell is that from? But it's so it's good. From the, running it's man. from the Running Man. Running that's man. Like okay. movie, but I that's a fun that. movie. <laughs> that's a very yeah. fun movie. So good. It's John so much watch fun. it. I hated yes. it when I first saw it, but it's grown on me since. But yeah, even Tim and Richard Dawson. Uh, oh my god, Richard <laughs> yeah. Dawson was so perfect in that movie. You know who would have been a good villain for Arnold? What? Jack Palance. Jack Palance. Yeah. I wish that happened. Um, that would have been fun. Yeah, there you go. Have Arnold in a western. And <laughs> Jack Pol- no, forgiven too. Eastwood and Arnold must have been freaking Jack Replace replace one of the guys from Tangling Cash with Arnold. 
There yeah. you go. Kurt Russell and Arnold. And <laughs> <laughs> or St- Stallone and uh, Stallone and Arnold. Oh, they yeah, didn't have to go. They skate plan right together. Then you have. Yeah, then you have. Which we would have had. We we would have had that yeah. with Face Off, but it didn't happen. I would have rather seen that version of Face Off. Yeah. No, 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 no. You can't change Face Off. <laughs> face Off is amazing. I know, I know it was originally Harrison Ford and Mike Douglas, but uh, I mean, I would have been fine with either one instead of Travolta overacted in Cage to Engage, but I get it. I get it. <laughs> but you should do a sequel yeah. to Face Off where they just use a face swap app. There you go. Oh, there you go. They're holding their phones the whole time. There you go. They're in a right. rap battle that's hosted on TikTok or some shit. Yeah. And <laughs> guess who the DJ host is? I don't know. Fifty Cent. Fred Durst. Oh, oh God! Why? How much do you Fred hate Durst? Recently directed a movie with Travolta. I just think it's funny. He recently directed a movie with Travolta in it. Yes, let us not talk yeah. about that one. <laughs> yeah, Fred, wait, 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 wait. Fred Durst directed a film? Yes, yes. he did. Ooh, and you Travolta and Devin Sawa. Yeah, a bunch of people died at his last concert. I think we should not give that man any more money. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, Devin Sawa. I miss him. More like... I'm sure it was back in the day. I was drinking the Kool-Aid, too. Um, instead of Limp Biscuit, more like Lip Dick. <laughs> no, I like Will Sasser's impression of Fred Durst. That shit's hilarious. Oh, yeah, that is hilarious. I, there you we go. gotta I get will, him on here so bad. I, we should get him on here. I will have to cloud every fan mail address I can find. But yeah, no, I always, much like I always wanted to see um, uh, some of the different guys playing Arnold uh, impressions on. Very sketch shows. I always wanted to see Will Sasso's version of Seagal and made it into a movie. Oh, God. And at the very end, he actually, there you go. And he decapitates Seagal with a sword at the very end. And then sits on his face. Boom. For for me, the best Will Sasso impression is is Kenny Rogers. Yes. Yes. Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Yeah, absolutely, yes. Oh, my God. oh God! And then we could bring in the Simpsons version of Charles Bronson. I'm going to kill Limit. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Ma, give me some milk. <laughs> well, and to be fair, we can make jokes about all these other guys except Bronson and Arnold because they're no joke, even when they are. I do not want to fuck with them. <laughs> I've uh, been dead for five. I've been dead for a long time, and I can still kick your ass. Right. <laughs> still a better action star Agreed. than you, Statham and Gerard. And... <laughs> uh, Vin Diesel, more like Vin Peace, pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> more like more like Vin Ethanol. Oh, oh God! Ethanol. Love that. Or ethanol. Love that, yeah. Let's stop you, there. Yeah. <laughs> Tapping out. <laughs> do, do you think Vin needs more film maturity before he like really hits another peak, or do you think he's hit his peak and he's kind of done? He hit, hit his peak? peak. Who knew? Well, no, no. I'm just I'm asking you. That's what I'm asking. Uh, I would. He was at his best when he saved Orion's privates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's crazy. He was on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Who would have thought? You're talking to Tom Hanks, and you nearly get everybody killed. You pull a Leroy Jenkins, and what a sober (laughs) of all time. Now, do you know? Now that's a good transition. Do you know which movie Arnold was actually supposed to make that never got filmed, and I wanted so badly? It wouldn't age well, but it would be worth it. No, I don't. Okay, so before, okay. he was going to do a World War II movie where he plays a German colonel in a tank who decides Ooh. to get revenge on his village being massacred. Nice. And it got dropped because I think no Jewish investor was ever going to fund it. And even oh, though Paul Verhoeven, <laughs> Paul Verhoeven was going to have a lot of his satire, but I love you know Verhoeven. how it is. I, we all do. Greatest action reason, movie director of all time. Absolutely. And what's so stupid is cult movie buffs like us get him. But most people yeah. just took him as a trashy, successful filmmaker, and they missed all the satire in his movies, even yeah. Showgirls and Starship Troopers. So fully paid the top dollar to see that movie. I think it would have been an emotional, witty tour de force, kind of like Iron Sky or oh, God, Iron Sky. And just one of those satire movies involving World War II. But yeah, it just mm-hmm. wasn't meant to be. De- oh, I'd love to see them reunited again. Uh, Total and there Recall. Might be, oh, man. There might be still time. They might be able to. Uh, he's uh, done with all, Hollywood. He's all right. Back so making, Arnold like, has to lesbian that means, movies. Exactly. That means Arnold has to go to the Dutchlands, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and actually work with them because that that's the only way it's going to work. Like I was the same way when people were like, "I want Donnie Yen in in, in this all star cast movie." I'm like, "Well, only if it's filmed in Hong Kong is he going to make it?" You know. It's, I had a friend who's a big RoboCop fanatic the other day, uh, five years ago, talk about how he wanted. Right, everyone loves it, but he wanted a legit RoboCop sequel with Paul returning, and he didn't know the history. And I had to tell him all about it. I'm like, yeah, no, Paul's done with Hollywood, baby. He's not unless you film it in like Bulgaria. He was done. Unfortunately, so yeah, he and all his movies have moments which work well, but. A lot of people yeah. just seem to just think, oh, he's just a hackneyed, trashy guy who got lucky. And I'm like, have you seen any of his actual subtitled Dutch movies? They're amazing. Mm-hmm. They're very emotional and very witty. Black Book. And, and have, uh, you, have you seen Roger Corman? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and as Roger Corman as freaking Car- uh, Arnold gets is definitely the first Terminator, but it's one of the best Roger Corman-esque movies ever. Because, again... <laughs> Excellent editing, and it blows my mind that so many '80s movies were filming wonderfully without a without a location permit. <laughs> yeah, oh wow, I love them stories. It oh, just blows dear. your mind. It's like, who did you have to bribe? Who did you have to distract <laughs> when someone came to shut you down? <laughs> what what did was you the tell? one film that was shooting near an air? Some one of them was shooting near an airport. And they didn't have a permit for it. I can't remember the fuck it oh, was. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have a permit. And they were shooting there between different time frames. I can't remember when it was, but I don't remember the damn movie. <laughs> I think I've It was heard a popular story. one, though. It was a popular movie, but I can't remember which one it was. I think I've heard the story. It wasn't up in the air, but it was just something where they needed to show someone getting on a plane or some shit. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, 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 they. But now I can't, having done indie film, and to be fair, our guests, Bad Movies Rule, also did indie film, but it, it's all fun and everything. But 
it is exactly. annoying how you do have to get a permit and often you're better off just asking a business owner who you're cool with for permission to film at a certain time because what's really shitty is states can get really picky they might even say hey you know you paid the you know two hundred dollar fee, but we're still not going to give you permission. It's like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> well, you remember Gabriel, right? Gabriel, two thousand seven. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, that director. I love him. I love that film forever. He filmed everything he filmed in that was done in an abandoned building, and all the clothes he bought were at a thrift shop. Exactly, dude. I did so much filming in abandoned buildings. If I knew I could get away with it, and that cops didn't frequent it, and there wasn't any drug dealers or hookers, I was like, "Yeah, this is the place to film." But yeah, yeah, that was so awesome. I love that movie to death. The third Fast and Furious movie, the Tokyo Drift one, directed by Justin Lin, uh, yeah. when they did the drifting through like their version of like Times Square or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, they didn't have any permits, and they oh. hired a guy to say he was the director so he could get arrested instead of Justin Lin so he could keep working. Oh, nice. wow. That's teamwork. That's dedication. Um, That's uh, dope. Back when, back when Josh and I first met, uh, did you know that they did some guerrilla occasionally with uh, The Office? The TV show? No, i never seen The Office. That wouldn't surprise oh, me. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, some of the outdoor scenes where he's thinking he's going to get promoted when really he's just getting demoted or something like those were all filmed parts of Times Square and they were just able to do it because, again, it's already intentionally low budget. So, you know, they just saw no. the cameras and the mics or no, there was no mic. Yeah, that would have given away. No one cares. Well, there was a mic, but it was a <laughs> no, no, because uh, uh, the narration was filmed after the fact. They just needed a one quick scene, and they mentioned it on the podcast. And I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense. That does look very last minute, but that works yeah. for when the." When he goes to get an authentic New York slice at tomorrow, exactly. <laughs> slice it in, baby. Slice it in. This was so much fun revisiting this chapter of Arnold's career with you guys. What do you guys got coming up, if anything, that you'd like to promote? John, well, you taking up at Comic Book? book club uh yeah i got a couple shows action movie book club we just we actually just did the first board movie uh this yes week. you did that was um, fun. yeah and uh comic book book club we just we we're in the middle of a guardians run um, yeah which one uh yeah what is it the like final like gauntlet i believe it is yes, yes i think so with like i don't remember it's that one cates with like cosmic ghost rider and uh which I love. That's one of my favorite. Uh, I haven't read that. <laughs> the, the only run I read was um, Black Vortex, and then the one with Angela involved. That was it. Interesting. Oh, okay. I got one of the latest uh, Marvel Knights comics for my sister's birthday, and it, it was making big use of both Ghost Rider and Blade in that one. So that's why I got it. Nice. I don't like regular Ghost Rider. I just like Cosmic Ghost Rider because it's Frank Castle. <laughs> I can't do regular. He's not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of my favorite uh i used to be on a forum where people would do modified action figures like take their gi joes and just oh, like nice. pop heads off and, oh. and they did an arnold <laughs> as the punisher i couldn't believe it it was so amazing and <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah they've done so many other modifications i used to be big into that until it just broke my wallet and i said i can't do this anymore but um <laughs> Yeah, no, there's some good stuff coming out. Uh, John, do you have anything you're reviewing on any of your websites? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Hypnotic just came out. Yeah. That's all I have right now. 
Yeah. You recommend that to the spy movie fans? That's all I have or... for now. Alright. Um, uh, yeah. Tom and I will be doing another side <laughs> podcast with our good buddy JJ Bruno, so we'll do that soon. Do some more retro stuff. Mm, okay. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, is that <laughs> Paul trying to do his deliberate Arnold? Arnold? <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Alright, so... Oreo, who is your number one action star since it wasn't Arnold today? <laughs> oh, no, I like Arnold. Don't get me wrong. He's good. He's really good and iconic. My top action star would have to be... Um, who did I like the most that had the most action in him? Either you Stallone. cut off there for a minute, so it sounded like you said, oh. I'm looking for the one with the most ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're not ranking action stars based on that for the ladies. All right, let's see. Who's got the best ass in action? <laughs> well, the most ass would go, well, the most ass for an action hero would go to Tom Arnold. I thought it was Steven Seagal. <laughs> same difference. Steven right. Seagal! <laughs> I got it mixed up with it, the fact that his movies are mostly ass. <laughs> I would have to go with either Stall- <laughs> Stallone or Bruce Willis. Nice. I do yeah. love me some Bruce, even hmm. though he's an asshole now, now retired. But we will suffer for Well, he's all got dementia. That's why he retired. Yeah, he's he's very ill. I'm almost done with all the latest action movies he, Wesley Snipes, and Dolph have done, but it's not easy. (laughs) (laughs) Some of them are absolute deep hurting, and some of them... Gallo Walkers was okay, but it definitely needs a lot of fucking work. (laughs) Yeah, that's the real Blade 3 in my mind, but yeah, I would... (laughs) I don't know what Snipes is doing now. It seems like he wants to do a project, but he's mainly just doing cameos with Eddie Murphy and company. But I'm like, okay. So if they bring him back as Whistler in the new Blade, I would like that. Oh. There you go. Or even the yeah. son of Blade. Yeah, there you go. He's the sure. OG and he appears after. I do hope that movie turns out okay. It just seems like it's constantly getting delayed. Well, yeah, and now they have to delay it. Like everything on delay. Well, because they were also going to incorporate some of the other shit, but Jonathan Majors apparently is a terrible person. It didn't yeah. affect me because, yeah. to be fair, I don't in know both what they're going to do. To be fair, in both movies, he was playing a villain, so yeah. it didn't impact the me liking the movie at all. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's how I am. Like, people are like, "How can you like this person because of how they are?" Like, I am not like that. I can separate them from a role. And, I don't and if they're like Kevin to... Spacey, where they're always playing a bad guy, is like, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> True. Yeah. It's like, acting. <laughs> I would have definitely had paid to see that Kevin Spacey as an Arnold villain. <laughs> he plays. Like, <laughs> he plays like a bureaucrat oh, or oh. something, or an angry police captain, and Arnold snaps mm. his neck when he realizes he's crooked. <laughs> Kevin Spacey, Lex Luthor versus Mr. Yeah. Freeze, Arnold. Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> there you go. I'm there. Opening day. Superman. Yes. yes. Oh Nobody <laughs> talks about that role. I love that fucking version. He's cold. Yeah. He's methodical. He's there. It's perfect. He's there, just like Brian Singer. He's there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I'm just kidding. Okay, but yeah, it is a watchable, if imperfect movie. Um, yeah. That's in the place, man. And I'm glad you got to meet some of those other guys. That was seriously their yeah. first guest spot. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, they, they've been, they, they've been doing, 
They've only been doing this for like a year and a half. Damn. Nice. They have put money into their IMDb's, Patreon, and TikTok even. So that's, that's right. Speaking of guest appearances, uh, last year at this time was my <gasps> second appearance on here. That's right. Yeah, yeah we've yeah. on a lot. I can't believe you're misbehaving with Rob and Donna on Real Sharks now. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, it's funny, but it's just like I never expected it. <laughs> <laughs> great 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 uh any other promotion before we go <laughs> um i'll be doing my usual uploads i finally got through with youtube last night thank fuck for that Ooh. yep comic book <laughs> and movie summaries yeah no definitely and summer reading challenge starting in june so that'll be a lot and of fun. calling what's and the calling name of your channel uh, uh yes. oreo brewer yeah you can find what him is? on twitter as uh, Star Wars: The New or- the old the New Order and no the Draken Saga the Draken Saga that's what it is it's yeah. changed a few times but and uh you can also catch him trolling Batman fans by calling Batman a pedophile yeah. <laughs> if you want to hear more on that podcast we'll talk it's true if you think about it he's grooming somebody and it's not Robin <laughs> oh I gotta go to the orphanage again Alfred I lost another Robin. <laughs> And to be fair, Arnold kicked Batman's ass. Who else can say that? It's just like Dolph Lundgren, I don't know, being He Man. That's just too cool for words. I know. (laughs) I'm glad he's getting better, though. I'm glad he's in recovery from cancer. I'm happy. I had no idea. So, for those of you who have no idea either, he has had a fight with Kane. I wondered. He looked like he was having a stroke in one of his latest shit fests. Uh, Dolph Lundgren is who we're talking about, guys. Arnold's uh, alter ego. Uh, but yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so original Superman. Uh, but yeah, I had no idea he had a five-year battle with cancer. I just, I, I just got tired of everyone sending me the same TED talk he did and saying, "Do you know he knows chemical engineering?" I'm like, "Yes, yeah, yes." He's like a rocket scientist. Yeah. Dude, do you remember <laughs> when Jet Li was really sick? Yeah, and no one. Yeah, yeah. Well, the yeah. only way we could find out. The only way we could find out is when when we slowed down the film. <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. A little soon there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. I did like how they had Jetley and Arnold together in the last Expendables. That was great. It was like uh, we're getting a room. We're happy right here. <laughs> <laughs> and so many people didn't get any of the humor in that movie. I'm like, good God, it's making fun of how every eighties film. I mean, he's mentoring everybody like he's still Rocky. That's the joke. I mean, I thought I was dying laughing when I saw him scouting Banderas, and he sees him climbing the cliff, and he's like, I can do that too. <laughs> like, how more apparent apparent do you need to be? And then. Yeah, I love Terry like, Crews and the Expendables with the A with the what the fuck was that shotgun? The A twelve, I think. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah the Call of Duty gun, I call beast. it. Yeah. Love yeah. that fucking toy. Totally. Hail to the king. King Caesar. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Alrighty, guys. This was the ultimate party. Oh, ever wait, one more thing. <laughs> no. Arnold as evil Ash. <laughs>
Oh, yeah. Oh, that could be fun. <laughs> I always wanted Bruce Campbell to be a villain in an Arnold movie, but I, I would take that too. Sam Raimi would be able to convince Arnold, hey, man, it's stupid, but it's got a heart and charm. Just- I am I am bad ash. You are good ash. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He's waving around. Like, and that one good, actually bad. For- I'm the guy with a gun. And there you go. Someone could even do a video mashup of it on YouTube and have Conan taking on the Army of Darkness. <laughs> oh God! And then transition to Mister Freeze. <laughs> yes, there you go. And then know what you... as pre- and then we use that as the Demolition Man crossover, where he wakes up and he becomes president because he's literally the last uh, a Macho Man mm-hmm. left on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what killed the Deadites? The Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know there's a Demolition Man comic book? Yes, I've been actually meaning to read it. Uh, it and Free Jack actually have a lot of deleted scenes adapted into the comic. Oh wow! <laughs> and Damn. It's, like, it's just like who would have fucking knew? But yeah, much like that, and even Willow is like if you read these comics, it's not everyone thinks it's the writers, you know, just like with a video game crossover, getting creative or just elongating it to make it interesting like fight five extra inchmen is like no that was meant to be filmed damn now i'm gonna have to buy that comic set that I look at. <laughs> and i would be i'd be remiss if i didn't do this one arnold schwarzenegger in the room he did bullshit oh, i did oh, not God. hit her i did not hit her i did not oh, oh hi mark hi, <laughs> you're tearing me apart lisa you're tearing me apart oh wait boobies <laughs> <laughs> that would definitely make rich. that movie better. I'm not, I would have been amazing. It would have been Arnold Classic. He's like, I, I'm not rich. I just happen to have a lot of money. It'd be creepy. Oh, Arnold as Lilu. Lilu in uh. Wow. Well, he has been pretty blunt lately. He has said <laughs> you guys. Or uh, him as Beverly Hills Ninja. Wow. <laughs> I mean I think that would have actually caused Chris Farley to be more depressed. I don't I'm not sure what could have been that realm. Oh god. He uh, and on that depressing dude. down by the river. I know he said he finally confirmed that the triplets movie isn't happening with him, DeVito, and Eddie Murphy, but he definitely Aww. needs to work with them. At yeah. least DeVito one more time. That would, I mean, Arnold, I mean, at least appear as the bad guy in Beverly Hills Cop 4. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm in Florida. I get to do whatever I want. <laughs> Fuck your mother. <laughs> now I'm going to Austria. Goodbye. I'll show you a banana in the tailpipe. Cucumber <laughs> <laughs> is better. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why he never wanted to revisit Dutch. The best we got was like a more recent video game. It, it seems like he is, he's kind of like Jim Carrey. He doesn't want to revisit his roles unless they're just irrefusable or he loves the filmmaker. Well, other than Terminator. <laughs> right, mm. other than that. And he just recently had an Which now he says he won't do Terminator anymore. Yeah, he said no more Terminator. Dark Fate was meant to be the last. He doesn't understand why that, people keep messing with his IMDb. <laughs> now, now I don't up, blame him for saying no to Terminator because I mean, one, he's old. Like his age, that's one factor. Two, he understands the established 
a legacy with that character, so he doesn't want to do anything more with it. And three, he's to the point where he's ready, he's passing the torch to somebody else. That's understandable. And people can't connect that shit. They're like, no, you can do this, you can do that. There was even, to even compare us to Kevin Nash, who at That's a good contrast. Nash has a new podcast. I'm I'm getting to it. No, Um, that's a good contrast. Yeah. People at cons were like, yeah, you got one more match and you know you can do this porn shit. And he's like, no, I had to get my hips realigned and I'm not getting <laughs> back in the ring. No, seriously, his hips were so out of alignment mm-hmm. that it took, I think, a year or two for them to be realigned because he was so fucked up from wrestling. I believe it. He, yeah. He's actually a brighter guy than people give him credit for. And he, I love sucks. his mind. It's so beautiful. Yes. I love it. It sucks that he got screwed out of his contracts, but I think it's even more frustrating is half the time fans of Arnold seem to just want to be annoyed by him for the sake of it. It's like, well, yeah, he's getting up there in age. He was in political office. Um, What do you expect? (laughs) I'll tell you what we expect. A sequel to Hercules in New York. Oh. (laughs) Anything is possible. That's hard to watch. I would have rather him in the Hercules movie with The Rock instead of The Rock, though. Just have a rock <laughs> play a rock. And, uh, <laughs> and have him be both Hercules and whoever the hell the villain was. That was so forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> Missed opportunity. And then he can Wasn't have for Rigno in that? There you go. There you go. Yeah. To bring for, yeah, Ferrigno is in it, but imagine okay. him bringing Ferrigno into this new Hercules movie, and then oh, getting, Jesus. and then firing <laughs> Brett Ratner midway through and saying, oh, you're a poof. That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> Breaks his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Only I get to decapitate various mutants and God. ride a horse. <laughs> the last Ferrigno appearance I saw of him was in Hulk 2003. Wow. He was there. Wow. He did the voice in the 2008 one. And uh, yeah, I saw they, that like, new Revenge movie. Yeah, they mix his voice with a couple people. Yep. Okay. Uh, he was pretty good in that recent Revenge movie he did that was shot in London with an Indian filmmaker, but it was his take. And- <laughs> have, have you seen Pumping Iron, that documentary? Oh, yeah. Nah, I'm coming, I'm oh, it's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's something else. We're going to definitely do a action star like documentary <laughs> special we'll do pumping iron then we'll do the Dolph Lundgren maximum potential then we'll do the Don the Dragon Wilson recent interactive and then we DVD. gotta do we gotta do Ronnie Coleman wait he did one Ronnie Coleman yeah he has a documentary what's it called I don't know you have to get on his YouTube that's but awesome. yeah he yeah Ronnie yeah Ronnie fucking Coleman of course, he's lost most of his bulk now because he's older, and he quit using uh, juice and shit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's still in good shape for sixty-seven, I think, or so, something like that. He's in his sixties. I know that much. But yeah, he still looks good. Stellar. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, you, you want guys... to go out with uh, another Arnold quote? Yes. I got another one loaded up. <laughs> He's horny. The big man was it. killed. You must have wanted it. Its blood was on the leaves. Leaves. You can kill it. 
good one. We only, yeah, the only guy who can kill Arnold is literally Arnold. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you all. You dominated the shit out of this. This was so much fun. I tried. And we'll, and we'll be back. Hasta la vista. Hasta la vista. He's riding bareback. Oh. <laughs> He's got ooh, back. <laughs> Mr. Olympian. We love you, Arnie. We love you all. <laughs> follow us on the web on facebook twitter and instagram the podcast is available on podbean spotify iHeartRadio, anchor apple and anywhere else podcasts are available feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites thanks a million for listening Show